हेलो एवरीवन वेलकम टू डिजिटल मार्केटिंग ज्ञान पॉडकास्ट योर वन स्टॉप डेस्टिनेशन टू एक्सप्लोर द लेटेस्ट हैपनिंग स्ट्रेटजीज टूल्स टेक्निक्स एंड केस स्टडीज इन द डिजिटल मार्केटिंग डोमेन आई एम योर होस्ट प्रिंस कुमार एंड वी हैव पॉल स्टर्न द ऑनर ऑफ डिजिटल एवल लिमिटेड एंड चीफ एक्सपीरियंस ऑफिसर ऑफ लेमन एंजल डॉट कॉम विद With over 20 years in digital marketing, from both execution point of view, uh, whether it might be the selling dog clothes online or agency work, he has not only understand what works, but also where to spend your time, both to measure and what really works in paid ads, SEO, and other digital marketing stuff. Hi, Paul. A warm welcome on our show. Hi, Prince. Hi. Thanks for having me, and I appreciate it. and we are excited to have you and understand about the different types of performance marketing campaigns yeah so if i start off a little bit about my my background and how i sort of got started in this cuz it's a little bit different than uh uh than most people so i've done a lot of years in agencies but if i step back where i started i was selling i started selling dog clothing online uh built everything from scratch um in the SEO market um but also once i moved from the SEO market and onwards i was getting i moved into the paid advertising into the performance marketing all the things that go with it because i was um you know SEO is one element and ranking in google was wonderful but it's only one part of uh, a wheel right and you want all the spokes in the wheel so um several times a paid campaigns specifically a google ads campaign can confirm actual keywords that convert uh and that's so let's let's work backwards if i had a scenario where you know someone was marketing at a website and they didn't know what to do i would say they would go down the path let's say for example their goal is to create leads you know most businesses want leads say for example you're a builder or you're a, something like that you want leads coming in so a paid campaign particularly with Google Ads is pretty fast it's also um it can be very inefficient so let me let me explain that for a second when you go and get a website made you're coming from a designer point of view a designer normally designs a website now designers come from the print market so they're wonderful at creating these fantastic flashy looking websites but they don't necessarily know how to make it perform um which what happens is you spend money on advertising sending to a brand website and with your goal being leads and it doesn't convert to leads um seen that happen quite a lot get a lot of phone calls and questions um you know i've spent xyz on google ads and i don't know what i've got from it so that that's the warning bell um simple fact is this is probably the approach that i go in a lot is if you're going to use google ads his his two things you need to know your offer needs to be something that is more impressive and will stand out than you know the example of a builder if you just give me an example of a builder you get to go to the site they're going to look at the pictures again that's nice and then they leave and that's it there's nothing to make them stay um and even worse if you've got prices up there then they'll price comparison and just leave anyway so I had a builder a while back and what he was doing is if you start a project uh, he was doing um 
what's the best example? Uh, decks, uh, a builder's deck. Um, and I said to him, you need to stand out in the point of view. He says, and he gave me some of the numbers that were around how much a deck was worth and all these type of things. So I says, why don't you add in there, you know, projects started in this month because they were about a $5,000 for a deck. Also go into a draw to win dinner for two at a local restaurant uh, and, and a, a big a name restaurant. So there's, there's your point of difference. So you start with a point of difference. Um, I see people actually even today trying to sell dropshipping products and there's no point of difference. There's no, and that, that takes a real challenge to convert anything. So the fast thing about performance with Google ads, um, step one, you know, I would least, I would prefer to use landing pages. There's a lot of landing page platforms out there that, that work really well. I've worked with one called Landingi and that creates, allows you to create, um, landing pages that look like your website and look as, as good as, but then you can test everything that works. So that's step one is use a landing page creator and make it easy for them to see what's going on um, and contact you. So on top of that, a lot of people don't do this either and they, or they do it wrong, is you need to have a phone number. Uh, you need to have the phone number and it's really strange. I was looking at this client's site and to get to the phone number on the site, you had to click through two different stages to get there. It's like, why, why are we making people work hard? Put the phone number at the top of the site. Don't but then that. the phone number is only one stage. If you most phone tracking systems that are around now allows you to track down to the number that's been called. So let's say for example, the builder's model, um, you're advertising on uh, black decks, for example, because it's easy, it's, uh, easy to understand. And uh, you're tracking everything and you get phone numbers, phone calls, and, and the phone call tells you what that keyword was that person put in that generated that lead. And so you start with a big bucket of keywords that you think it is because you're tracking the forms that are submitted. You're tracking the, the phone numbers that are submitted, that are called, and you link it down to the ones that generated the actual phone calls that turned into leads. And then all of a sudden you're smarter than every other person in that market because you might start off with this wide bucket of keywords and then only end up with three. And then you can focus hard on those three keywords are the ones that generated real leads, ones that rate, uh, ones that actually generated quality leads as well. Um, particular systems, uh, what converts has a phone number tracking system. It's not very well known, but it actually allows you to, to get the phone numbers and get the calls in. And then you can actually, once they come in, you can choose on what level of quality they are. So that you have a quality level of the lead that comes in. Um, that's the main thing. I'm, I'm a big advocate of particular tracking and, and being able to track everything that's going on. With paid advertising, most of the time, um, Google's on one side, Facebook's on the other. I always prefer to have a third party tracking system. Um, it's not quite, Facebook is, is the worst of them, but Google's okay for tracking. But the simple fact is I want to get it down. Each of the platforms will favor their own end, their own area, and they will say it performs in the area. I want to, you know, I don't want to have the fox guarding the chickens, right? They want us to spend more money. I don't want them to be doing the counting. I want to be able to do an accounting from someone else. 
Um, I've tested, it's one I'm testing at the moment called Adline, and another one is called Improvely. And that gives you a third party checker, which gives you a, a view of the truth. Uh, it's not that they don't trust these platforms, but their goals is to send you more, sell you more advertising. Um, even if you get on a call with Google reps, uh, Facebook reps, their goal is to sell you more advertising. And, and very often within Google cams, campaign specifically, they say you're not spending enough in your budget. You're not spending enough in your budget. So they're going to keep asking for that. If you're the wise one who's trying to compete with the others, then you know which keywords are working. You, you're going to have to start with that wide bucket and then bring it in to the ones that are working. But if you're using land page and phone tracking software, you're the one who can spend more on the advertising because it might take two to three months to get it right. But once you've got it right, the ones that work, then you could spend more on them because you already know they're proven. But most of the businesses that come to me, they they are not even halfway there. They, they, they've run advertising. They've struggled with Google Ads. Um, they, they thought they could turn it on on a Monday and it'd be working and I'd be getting hundreds of leads by Friday. It doesn't work that way. I wish it did. But it's a matter of being the, the, the smarter person in there. And that means also being patient. Uh, I remember doing some work for a plumber, actually, strangely enough. Um, and it took us three months to get the keywords uh, fantastically rocking. And then he was an advocate of the business. Basically, he said, look, I've got more leads coming in the door than I need. Um, can you slow some down? It's like, okay, that's a good problem to have, isn't it? Um, also, while I forget, while I remember, another plumber, smaller business, and here, here is where some people shoot themselves in the foot. So he, he had, was using, he had a pretty good site on the whole. Um, I took over the AdWords and somewhere else, so I left it running as it was. He was pretty happy. But then he decided that instead of having the free calling number on the homepage, he changed it to his mobile number only. And I'm going, now you look like a single man company. You look like a tiny business, just what you've done. And then the leads weren't, weren't converting as well. So some, some businesses, sometimes they really shoot themselves in the foot by cutting a few corners in that area. And the Google Ads was working for them really well. And they had, they'd taken on new staff, um, but they sometimes they shot themselves in the foot by basically saying, I don't need an 0800 number but that actually made you look good, which created more phone calls, which actually makes it all work. So that's look, that's um, a lot to take in a very short burst, but it's a lot I see um, of what you can get out of paid advertising quickly. Um, but you've got to invest that time and you've got to invest some testing time as well. I worked for an accountant. He was a, an accountant turned agency manager. And he said, you know, Testing is going to cost you, simple as that. And you're going to have to spend money and allow some testing time. Um, one company I worked for was a, uh, they were a client and they were a camper van company. Now I'm in New Zealand. Um, these guys were focused on the UK market specifically. They had two goals. They wanted to get as many leads as possible so that they didn't have the camper vans out with all the other agents. So the agents would, they had, the, um, they needed to bring them back in so that they were filling all the leads. And so we're running, um, it was a competitive market space around the, 
you know, the um, camper van hire, camper van rent, all those typical keywords. And they were competing head to head with all the bigger companies, right? Hertz, all these other huge companies. And these companies were uh, under 3 million. And so it was really hard. They were getting the leads in. But one of our guys that I was working with says, well, why don't we try these different keywords? And we tried, what we tried was, um, was it, not camper van rental, uh, trailer. So the term trailer. And they said, well, that's that's not what we do. I says, well, that's trailer can mean different things in different countries. Um, let's test it. Let's test it out. And so we ran this, this, this ad campaign and we quickly worked out that, hey, wait a minute, this is, no one's, focusing on this this is costing all the leads are costing a lot less um and then i pulled all the data so a lot of what i've ever done is pulling all the data so i pulled all the data and looked at is there enough volume in here is there enough yes there is enough volume in this in these keywords so instead of instead of focusing down that path on where everyone else was we shifted it over onto the, the term trailer rental end they went from a three million dollar company to a six million dollar company in about six months and in the end we were generating leads from them but they had no campus left to rent out so they, they put it on pause um but that was a matter of okay let's let's test these different areas but let's make sure we've got the tracking and everything in place and, and before while i remember we then also took the seo campaign that we're running as well over onto this term trailer. Um, and I also, I was running the SEO for them as well. And I also looked at, um, while I was doing this, a little bit off topic, but I looked at um, where the internal pages were ranking in comparison to the keywords that they were running across their conversion campaigns. And most companies will say, oh, we need new pages here. I went, hang on a minute, this one, these pages here are almost ranking already. All I need to do is adjust the internal structure within the site, adjust some of the titles and the changes, and it'll bounce up. And that that happened as well. So um, you know that pay campaign can give you a lot of data very quickly, and you not want to focus. You want to focus on the things that convert, not necessarily. Um, and I get this all the time, but the, the agency or the, the company owner comes to me. I, I want to rank for this keyword. I says, why do you want to rank for that keyword? Oh, I want to get more leads. Okay, so why do you want more leads? I said, I want more business. Okay, so what you really want is converted leads in that market. Yeah, okay. So you don't necessarily have to go for those um, big keywords. You want to go for the ones that are more likely to convert. And I see these from regional terms as well. People go after area terms and they convert really well. Um, Another case study I had around keywords is I was working with this plumber, I was a networking group with him, and he'd, he'd heard me talk on about keyword focusing, about understanding your market and all these different things. And I, and I said, look, you can put up good content within the blog, you know, that'll help, but you really gotta know your customer first and what, what they do. And he said, yeah, I come back to him at a meeting, he says, um, I took some notice of what you said, and I, you know, I knew that one of his stoves that we installs and it was a particular brand, um, had some serious problems and we'd fixed a few of them. So I said, oh, okay, so, and he said, then I put up a page on the site around that brand product, around the problems we had uh, with it and how we fixed them. And he said, 
um, every second phone call that rings that has, has come onto the site and is reading that article converts into business. So some cases, business owners, I have to pull some of their knowledge out of them um, and get them to, they don't realize sometimes how much knowledge they have there in their industry. Um, and that allows me to start with a keywords that maybe was higher converting than going head into into established markets. You know, when you go and Google search of anything e-commerce, you're going to come up against um, Amazon somewhere. You've got to think around that box. You've got to think around the sides uh, to get better results because you know, smaller businesses are not going to challenge Amazon. You've got to be smarter. Uh, and you've got to think smarter. Now, going back to the brand website, that's not to say that you still don't need a quality website. You're still going to have um, have a website which is, you know, it looks it looks quality. But also, I, I one thing that people don't un, uh, underestimate is the power of, of having reviews and getting those reviews on your website. I I was talking to someone the other day; they were going to run some ads. And I said, you could build a whole website. Have you asked your customers, you know, why they bought from you? Have they? Have you asked for them for reviews? If they're real busy, have you, have you even written a review for them and saying, hey, is this okay? And get them, and then get approval to put that up. Um, when I was doing my dog clothes, uh, it was a really interesting thing. I've got, a, I've got a phone call. I got a message from someone said, because I asked all my customers for pictures of their dogs wearing the clothes. Um, and I put them up on the website and showed those. You know, here's the, here's this customer. Here's the product they bought. Here's the picture of them. And someone said to me, "Well, I knew you were a real business because those pictures of those dogs and those dogs were ugly." It's like, okay, it's one thing I didn't consider that sometimes if you um, understand your clients the best and ask questions, I started selling a lot of extra large, and, and I didn't. Right when I went in the industry, I didn't really know why. Why am I getting these sales for extra large dog clothes? Like, and um, they were jackets and those sorts of things. I'm going, I was trying to sell to the, you know, the little, um, you know, the carry, the carry dogs, right? The ones that the, the, the rich people carry around, the carry dogs, the chihuahuas and sort of thing. But I found out um, going after the extra large market, there were people trying to look after older dogs they were trying to keep them healthy so they didn't have vet bills. And that's what I didn't learn until I'd gone into the market. Um, and like many times, business owners don't realize how much information they have about their market. And I've got to sit there and sort of pull it out from them and ask these questions. So look, with any, with any performance marketing, you have to allow a period of time where you're going to lose money. It's, it's it's the honest truth. Um, I had a call from a previous client uh, last week, and we've just gone through an election. Um, and he said to me, I want to move the stock. And this was before the election. I says, well, look around. Right now, we've got an election going on, right? So people are interested in that. We've got uh, the Rugby World Cup, Cup, which is, you know, for a, a New Zealand company, a New Zealand um, economy is massive and it takes the it takes the uh, attention of everything else so those things are going I said I, I actually said no to him to running anything now he wanted to run stuff off as a discount and I says yeah not now 
wait, wait a little bit longer till the TV ads start advertising Christmas. People get in the buying mode. People will start buying. Even if they're buying it for themselves, they are they are actively buying, and that's when you want to run your stock out and get it clear. Um, they're in a bit of a hurry, and I actually I said, had to say no two or three times because I didn't I didn't want them to lose money. If they're going to try and run it, I said it doesn't matter if you give a 30, 40, 50 percent discount. It, it doesn't matter because these people won't be focused on it. Wait a little bit longer, clear it when people go into buying mode and they're ready to, to buy for Christmas and it'll work a lot better. So sometimes you've got to, I, sometimes I have to push back on uh, clients quite a lot for their own for their own um, benefit. I, I, I'm very brutal on telling people what they need to be doing. Um, I consider myself super honest. Um, if they're gonna go after market in the SEO space, forget about it for a year. Like you're gonna to need to do the work for a year at least in just about any market now. It doesn't, and don't expect results for uh, for a year either. And that's that's if you've got someone good. Um, so, yeah, I'm sometimes I I turn down work because I I won't do it unless I can get some good results. And I won't I I don't I don't sugarcoat it, um, Prince. So this is this is part of me that I, take me as I am. I'm over 50, I've got some gray hairs, uh, having 20 plus years in the industry, I've seen it all. Um, I've seen it all done badly many times and I've had many people come to me that they've lost money and they, but but if they simply knew what they wanted going in, that was, that was start point one. Um, work with a, uh, a, not a car agency, but a, a, a car seller, a car sales guy. Fairly big company, and they says, "Okay, we want to run Google Ads." And simple fact is, we are not interested in cars so much themselves. But we want people to be financing the cards, and we're happy to pay fifty dollars a lead, fifty dollars a qualified lead. Right, perfect. I know exactly where to start. I know exactly what you need. I know exactly where you want to go. So we got their first campaign running in several areas, and after quite a bit of tweaking. We got it all sorted out. A lot of keywords dropped out. A lot of things that we weren't going to do anymore. They all pulled out. Um, and they said, oh, great. Can you set up another campaign for another brand? I went, yeah, okay. So I took that one, put it over there. And they said to me, why aren't you focusing on all these other keywords? Yeah. I says, we've already proven the ones that work. I just took the ones that work over there, put it into that one. Why should I waste any more of your money? We found the ones that work. Silence. <laughs> it was easy. Never got a reply back on that one. Um, now, so let's talk, talk about, I'm going to talk a lot about Google Ads on the whole. I think uh, I've had clients compare Google Ads and Facebook Ads together. Uh, that's that's a mistake um, because Google Ads the, is, simply put, there is the intent. The intent is someone is going to Google, they, are, you know, whatever it is, um, if they want them look for a lawnmower, right? The intent is there, and that's why there's so many ads in there. Um, keeping in mind too, um, there's two sides to Google Ads or two main sides. There's the display, and there is the search. Um, I'm going to deviate a little. If you're setting up a search campaign and you want to set up a brand campaign, never ever measure them together because they are two different. They make reporting look really good. If you're an XYZ brand and you're getting 
low clicks on that and then you're getting paid um, keyword advertising in a different block and you're mixing them together you're mixing the data together they should be done separate and the same thing with any display campaigns or retargeting should be measured separately so that you can see where things are at um, you'll get a lot, lot lower cost per lead through display campaigns but the quality is not always as great and it can be quite hard to get them um, to the next level so um, that's something to consider as well now facebook and any other type um, social type networks they um social particularly facebook is is really well known for really bad reporting um and i've lost money when campaigns this is going back a couple of years where campaigns said they were profitable but they really weren't they weren't really measuring accurately um so like i said use the third party measurement um and facebook's got some amazing stuff for testing um i've used what's called a four by four campaign which is uh two two different graphics two different um layers of text a short version and a long version and then you run them against each other and then you can pretty quickly within two or three days is where yours your cost per lead which is the lowest cost per lead out of those crossover campaigns and then you take those and allow you to niche down to what age group created the lead so you've gone from copy you've got image you've got and then you've got into the actual age of that lead that came through as well but that is a side that the facebook does do well allowing you to target better um google pretends they do that deep targeting they don't really but they try Okay. Okay, I'll wrap it up. Okay, so yeah, I need to wrap it up fairly soon. It's late here. So, look, from my experience, um, paid advertising takes time, it takes testing, it takes real businesses to use it and use it right and allowing that time. And if you're working with an agency, allow that time for get them to work done. Anything for up to three months especially for Google Ads, allow three months. And you know you must need to know what you want out of it going in. And that's the business owner to know that. that that's what do I want? I want leads. What's a lead worth to me? Um, how, how, what's my conversion rate of how many leads uh, convert? Uh, all those type of things, what you need going in. And then you can work backwards. If you are a I think Google Ads works really well for high ticket items. Um, I've seen it done really well for container hire and those type of things because you've got a large purchase amount. Um, but that that doesn't really work out because all in the same market have the same large purchase amount. So you still got all the same thing. So you still, and I always, um, always keep it simple. So here's what I'm saying is, if you can go to your website and work out exactly what is going on instantly and quickly, then you're on the right path. But if I have, to, if you make me click too many times, I'm gone. And that's what people need to, to remember as well. Um, so look, I've, I've gone into a lot of detail very quickly on a lot of information. I've, I've, I'm an analytics geek. Um, I want to measure everything. I want to make sure everything's working. Even people come to me with opinions. 
and then I'll say, okay, we still need to measure this correctly to get it right. So that's that side of it. So the last thing I probably want to cover is what I'm doing as well as this. So uh, Lemon Angels is something I put together a while ago and it is a social impact business. Um, and simply what it does, it's founded when I um, did a call with someone in Canada and they had a five-year-old child who, he was sitting on a swing and they noticed his, his face drooped for no particular reason. So they, they rushed him off to the doctors and they found out he had an inoperable brain tumor. So he didn't have a lot of chance, didn't have any, any sort of, they were in Canada, but they actually found a, um, a, fair, a, a doctor in, in Mexico who was, he had some experience with these type of things, he had had success with other people. And so they were traveling down to Mexico and they were getting these uh, treatments from him and it was actually uh, holding the tumor from growing as I remember. Um, but that was costing the family anything from $25,000 up per trip. And when I met them, they had uh, just sold their house they, to keep making these trips. Um, and I said to them, look, let's do an interview just like this one. Let's get that interview up and online and, you know, get, they were after donations for their online um, GoFundMe campaign. I said, let's share it out. Let's see if we can use social media for sharing it out and, and get more traction for you. And that was a few years ago. And um, I, I, I really felt like I let myself down or I let them down because I didn't raise a lot of money for them. But I, I, I knew that, that this is something that will work. Um, and so I put it on the back burner for a while. But um, recently, um, I kept saying to myself I was too busy and I didn't have the resources, I didn't have the money to put into it. But recently, I had a business partner that I was working with who um, he had beaten cancer once. He had creating products to sell on Amazon, which were supporting his cancer. And then uh, he had prostate cancer. And then prostate cancer came back and took his life. And at the same time, um, I've got a family member going through um, chemotherapy as well. And I said to myself, look, I, I may not have the resources, I may not have everything right or going, but I'm gonna get this going and I'm gonna keep it going. And so far, um, we've only just got started and we're just building out our presence. So check out lemonangels.com across TikTok, Instagram. We wanna build it into a huge presence, um, big enough so that I can be doing this, interviewing the families, you know, all around the world, and we can use social media to spread some good and actually make a difference. And the, the tagline is, uh, make a difference, change the world. And, you know, if we can help one family, I've set myself a goal of raising a million dollars, $10,000 for 100 families. That's my first goal. Um, and it comes from the principle of serving first. Uh, and then, this is a business, so it's gonna be a profitable business and someone will come along later, like Facebook or these big companies go, we'd like to be associated with that, can we buy you? So that's what I'm aiming at. Um, and that's that's my passion-driven course on, on that. And I'm I'm doing it in my spare time. Like I was editing videos at 11 o'clock last night. Um, I was putting out every campaign that I put up as well. I put some um, 
advertising spend of my own money behind it um, just to drive it forward to get more results for them and hopefully help them out so that's um, that's what drives me as well so uh, apart from the you know I really do enjoy my digital marketing I think that it's an amazing concept but this is this is legacy stuff this is what I want to do for the big picture so sure. thank you Paul thank you for your time thank you for sharing you know valuable advices with our thank you very much for having me and later it's uh it's in it's in early in the morning so I'm uh, gonna head off to bed before I wake anybody else up <laughs> all right thank you my friend <laughs>